What's up, y'all? How we doing? It's been a minute. <laughs> Did you miss us? <laughs> right. We missed y'all. Um, okay. So, I guess it's like almost like I don't even know how to start. Like, it's been that long. <laughs> we're going to start like always. So, right. welcome back to another episode of Adulting Unscripted. Whoop, whoop. Where we're always unscripted. A bit. Oh, my God. How do I forget this? <laughs> a bit <laughs> unconventional. But mostly unbothered. <laughs> I'm your boy Sam And I'm your girl Lady Q Let's get into it So do you want to start with the highs and lows? Do you want to start with banter? How we feeling? Let's start with highs and lows Keep it consistent Okay let's um, Okay I guess I'll start um, So my high this week I'm actually going to start with my low Take okay. that back Scratch that <laughs> um, My low this week is that Kind of a running theme um, <laughs> For you know My life honestly Is that um, Money you know, yeah. it's just like there's never enough, you know, and it's just like, I don't know, like I do like my job, but I kind of feel as though I'm making just enough to get by. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing I have to like sit on or set to the side. It's like however much I'm making, like that literally covers my expenses and then everything else figure it the fuck out. You know what I mean? I do. I understand completely. So that's my low. And I'm not good at that. I'm really not like because one thing about me if I want to go out to eat I'm gonna go you know what I mean if I want to have a drink I'm gonna have it like if I want to go hang out or go I don't know see a movie or my friend's like hey let's go do this no I'm asking got like literally like pennies in my bank account I will find a way you know what I mean so that's not really good when you barely can make it because when you can barely make it because literally you have to pay your rent and gas and feed yourself and all that but I don't know it's the pits. I mean, I've been in the same boat recently, especially because I moved. And so now my expenses are higher and I'm the only one paying them. So it's like, yeah, that's scary. Oh, it's, <laughs> it lucky sucks, but you know, it's worth it to live on my own. Right. Right. But that means money's tight. Yeah. So I feel your pain. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. So that's my low, which brings me to my high. My high is um very adulting of me. Yeah. Um, it's like it's kind of forcing me to be like more responsible and recently i've had this epiphany um which probably should have just been fucking common sense but for me it was an epiphany um (laughs) because everything i just said about how if i want to do something i'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. i don't give a fuck because you know yellow um i've been basically i've had this like this revelation it's like you really need to practice living below your means oh yeah like just because you have money does not mean you need to spend it like let it sit you know what i mean like you know, like, I know you want crab legs today, baby, but, like, you don't really have crab leg money. But you're on a Vienna sausage budget. like Right, exactly. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, to quote a great woman of color, the problematic Azealia Banks, like, broke with expensive taste, you know? <laughs> and it's just kind of like, I really got to get out of that. Like, so I'm, yeah, I don't want to make money just to not have money, basically, yeah. was, like, my initial thought. I was like, why do I, like, work a job if I don't have money? And then it's like, well, why didn't you not have money? Because you'd be doing too much. Sit your ass down, you know? So that was my, like, come to Jesus moment, my come to Sam moment. I like that. I mean, it's, it's, they tell us to do that all the time, and it makes sense. But when you're living your life, and you're like, but why am I working so hard if I can't get the things that I like, if I can't Mm -hmm. have nice things, you know? Mm -hmm. But you still have to be realistic with yourself and be like, listen, yes, we want you to be able to have nice things, but, like, nice things are, like, you know money for when you're old and can't work anymore that's nice right (laughs) nicer than these like i don't know than this meal i'm trying to go out to eat and spend 30 bucks on right now you know right but calm down get a four for four (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think that's a really good idea and very adult of you i'm very proud of you that's that's so adult to really be like you know what let me take control of my finances so that i can make sure i have money to do the real things that i want to do and not just spend it on like Mm -hmm. you know little temporary joys I think that's that's really right. cool and really smart. So, good for you. Thank you. All right, your turn. Okay, yeah, so I will follow suit and start with my low. I also feel like my lows have been consistent, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's real life. Money right. and car troubles, and mine are car troubles. So, once again, so I was working Instacart one day and I was like getting ready to pull out of an apartment complex. So I was like right at the edge where you pull out of the complex and you're about to turn onto the street. Mm -hmm. And my car just completely turned off. Wouldn't turn back on. Somebody stopped to help me jumpstart it. Wouldn't stay started. Damn. Yeah. Ended up being um, my alternator needed to be replaced. 
So I had to get my car towed to my house. And then eventually I got it towed from my house to the new apartment. Luckily, my stepdad paid for it to get fixed, but that didn't fix all the other issues that was going on with it. So now I still have mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like I have a steering coupler that needs to be replaced. I need to have a transmission fluid changed. I need to get new tires, like four new tires. Like I just have so much going on with this car and I need it to work Instacart. So that's super annoying. Cause it's like, okay, I need this car to make money, but I need the money to fix mm-hmm. the car. Mm-hmm. And like, like you, my job, it pays me enough to pay my bills. Right. Which was nice when I was in the other house and had a roommate and was paying half as much as I'm paying in rent, but now I'm paying everything by myself. So it's right. like, girl, there's very little left at the end of the, <laughs> at the right. end of that paycheck. Yeah. So uh, it's just so stressful and so annoying. And these dealerships are trying to charge out the ass for these services. Like, uh, like each one of those services I just mentioned is well over like $200 for each one. Mm. And I'm just like, I don't believe right. it really should cost this much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, we trying to kid. So yeah, that's a low, but I'm going to figure it out. I feel like I'm going to probably end up doing a lot of the repairs myself because yes come on handy you know i i went to youtube university i got an education Period. in car repair so i think mm-hmm. i can make that work <laughs> wow love that okay but yeah that's my low because car trouble sucks mm-hmm. my high is actually that quay and i went to see a show at the fox called ain't too Ooh. proud the life and times of the temptations which Ooh. it was so good shout out to stephanie she gave us the tickets for free because she already had tickets she's going to see it today but no, it, I mean, it was so, 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 so good. I feel like I haven't been to a show in a while, so that was nice that yeah. I got to, like, be back in it. Because I was like, oh, man, I missed seeing shows. But then also, everything was great. Like, the actors were great, the costumes, the, the songs, obviously, because it's Temptation music. But, yes. like, everything was just so great. And we had such good seats. Like, mm, 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 mm. Yay, mm. I, love I love that. I love it. I love that. It was so good. Did you, have you seen, I'm sure you have, have you seen the Temptations miniseries? You know what? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes, I have. I have, I have. It took me a minute to see it because I didn't see it when it came out, but then I went back and watched it. Okay, yes. It's very similar to that, probably because Otis Williams, the guy who basically started the group, Mm -hmm. had a hand in that, and he had a hand in this musical. So it was just so good and so informative because I felt like I learned a lot, but so good. So, yeah, that was my high because it was such a good time. Okay, so speaking of shows, I saw one of my favorite musicals, Mm. um... Good or bad, I'm like on the fence about that. But one of my favorite mu- musicals is A Chorus Line. Okay. And that's coming to Atlanta. I think it's actually already here. But it's coming. I forgot what theater's doing it, but I really want to take my boyfriend to see it. Yeah. Because I think that's like a cute date that like people don't do often. You know what I mean? Like, when's the last time, like, well, obviously for you, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> but like, when's the last time you were like, let's go see a play, like, on a date night? We're theater people, though. So I feel yeah. like that's more in our wheelhouse. So we're much more willing to be like, yeah, let's go do that. But yeah, yeah no, it's guys. People listening, this is such a great date idea. Mm-hmm. Go take somebody to the theater, okay? Go take your man, go take your woman, mm-hmm. go take your person right, to the theater. Do it. And have a grand old time, okay? It's great. Mm-hmm. Good luck finding parking. Child, listen. <laughs> we had to park in a neighborhood, but I was like, and I was worried the whole time because I was like, oh, God, I hope you don't come back and you have a boot on your car or right. it's been towed. <laughs> but right. no, we were good. Love that, love that, love that. So, that's our highs and lows. I feel like that kind of is catching up a little bit, like, just doing the highs and lows. I think but so. anything else, like, been popping off? Um, well, I mean, I kind of already mentioned it, but since the last time we talked, um, I've moved into my own apartment, which mm-hmm. it's nice. This is my first time living alone in my adult life. It's weird because it's really quiet. I'm used to having some sort of noise, like animals running or people talking on the phone or right. anything. Or that loud ass girl. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, I don't have any of that now, so it's just kind of really quiet, and that's a weird thing to complain about. You should get a pet. I want a pet, but I don't want to pay the pet fee, and don't. I don't want to deal. No, <laughs> and I but I don't want to deal with a pet while I'm in an apartment. Um. So, I don't want to deal with that. Okay. So. I feel like I'm probably going to have to wait to get the puppy that I want until I move into, like, a house. Yeah. And then I'll feel like, cool, I'm in a house. I'm going to stay here for a while. I don't have to worry about moving and taking the animal or any of that. So, yeah. 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 It is a lot moving with an animal because it's, like, especially in that in-between phase where it's, like, I have some stuff at my, like, where I was living and then Mm -hmm. some things at the new place. So, it's, like, I'm kind of, like, dividing my time between the two. You know what I mean? Yes. And then it's, like, I have to figure out when to transition, like, them like yeah. Meredith and Hero had to figure that out like you know but for future reference for what it's worth I found that 
the easiest or for me what the easiest method was is sleep wherever your bed is if you haven't moved your bed Mm -hmm. then sleep at home and keep your animals wherever you're gonna sleep you know what i mean yeah because it's like i don't want to sleep first of all i don't want to sleep on the floor at my new place while i'm waiting but there was like one night where i did have to do that i forgot why i think i just because i moved like my clothes or something and i needed those clothes and it was like late and i was like i'm not going all the way back home like you know what i mean to go to sleep i'm just gonna sleep here i'm tired from moving all day but most of the time it's like sleep where your bed is and keep your animals where your bed is as well and once i moved my bed i went back and got them and moved them over that's smart that's a smart idea but like i said i'm trying to get an animal when i'm I'm not gonna move for the like next right, five right, right. years, <laughs> right? The show. So, but yeah. So that was new. Um, has there anything else really been new? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. What about you? Um, anything else been new? Um, I don't know. I went through this like phase where I was kind of like really depressed. Um, but I'm out of that now ish. But I feel also too like it can kind of come back at any moment. Mm-hmm. I don't because I don't really feel like it went away. Went away. So I'm trying to get into. To counseling okay. again. I mean, I've been in therapy before, but that was for like a specifically like related trauma, and it was a specific program called uh, CPT, which is cogniz- cognizant processing therapy, which is basically like training your mind, like when you run into that trauma mentally, like how to like basically like not avoid it, but just like like navigate navigate it. Yeah, yeah. like my therapist at the time, Victoria. Shout out to Victoria, girl, wherever hey. you are, loved her. Um, but she was telling me it's like basically like when your mind hits it, it's like a boulder and you don't know how to like get out of that space or get around it. So she was like, we can't take it away. She was like, but we can reduce it to a pebble. So you can I just like kind that. of like skip over it or like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. kick it out the way or whatever you need to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, can you not go see her again? Is she, is that like the only She actually she moves press pro, pro, practices. Oh. Yeah. So when I was in um, that particular, I got my counseling through Positive Impact, um, which is the same people I get my prep from. Um, they, she worked with them and she told me as I was finishing up, she was like, you know, like you're done, you're completed, you got your certificate. She was like, I've seen so much change in you and like, I'm really proud of your growth. Um, and she was like, I'm actually moving practices so I can refer you to another therapist Mm. or, you know, like you can just end it here. And I chose to end it because I was like, okay, I'm good. But now I'm realizing like, maybe I should be back in it (laughs) because it's like, I kind of feel like I need it, you know, um, so that's that. But like I said, I'm in a better mental space now. Good. Um, yeah. So that's another reason, too, y'all, why it's been a minute since I put out the episode before this one. Because it's just like, your boy was like just mentally not okay. And it's like, it took everything in me just to like wake up and go to work. I actually left work twice one time. Like in one week. Because I was like, I can't do this. Like, I just can't. Like, I showed up and I'm trying. I'm really trying. But I'm literally like four or five seconds away from tears. You know what I mean? Like, I have to go. And my job, thankfully, was, like, very understanding about it. Good. Yeah, because mental health, it's, like, not always, like, the easiest thing to, like, tell people because they kind of minimize it, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But I was just really happy that they were, like, receptive and, like, understanding, you know? Good, good. Because I know not every job is, which is unfortunate, but I'm glad Mm -hmm. that your job was. So do you think you'll reach out to your old therapist for a recommendation? Or are you just going to try and go a new route? I didn't even think about that. I think I'll probably just go a new route and just see what happens and see. Because, I mean, if you don't like your therapist, because they have multiple therapists at Positive Impact. So if you don't like your therapist at any time, you can be like, I don't really think this is a good match for me. Can we try someone else? Okay. And they'll, like, reassign you to someone else. Okay, good. Well, that's good. Yeah. So I think that might be the route I'm going to take. But that's it for me, really. Okay. Yeah. Well... I'm glad that you are feeling like you're coming out of it now, like you're mm-hmm. at least starting on the road to feeling better. And I hope you find a therapist soon because therapy is important and it's always important to have somebody to be able to talk to and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of flesh out your feelings and, and know what you're going through and kind of figure out the best way forward. So mm-hmm. kudos to you for getting the help that you need. I hope other people will will get the help that they need because I feel like therapy now is more on the path to being destigmatized than mm-hmm. in times before. So mm-hmm. don't be ashamed, guys. Go and get the help that you need because we all need help. We do. So we do. Well, on that note, let's shift gears. Yes. So as you guys should know by now, um, this is the last episode of the season. Hey. Um, season two is a wrap, season. you guys, <laughs> today. Um, so of course we're gonna do some highlights. Yeah. Um from just like take a look back and take a listen of everything that we've talked about. Some good of our time. Favorite yeah, moments. Our fave moments. Yeah. Um, so speaking of favorite moments, Jesse Smollett mm. 
<laughs> the verdict is out, honey. And apparently he was a liar. Not apparently. We knew that. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that. So, yeah, he got sentenced. I think it's like 190 days, which I think is like the equivalent to like five months in like prison or jail for oh. staging like a federal like hate crime. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I think he has like probation. I don't know how long his probationary period is, but he also has probation. I want to say his probation is like two years, but... Uh, but yeah. I think that's what I saw, but I'll have to double check my facts. Did you hear about how, or I don't know if you saw his speech when he was like walking away, when they were like sentencing him and they were about to book him. He was like, no, what do you think? First of all, he was like, if I wanted to kill myself, like I would have done that or something like I'm not, or no, he said, if I die in custody, just know that I'm not suicidal. And then he threw up his hand, like as a black power fist kind of motion. And like, as he was walking to like, you know, when they like, say boom you're guilty and they take yeah. you to that like back room um to go book you he was like what did he say it was something along the lines of like i'm innocent i'm not a liar and god damn it he said something and i was just like baby just gone to jail okay. i am not suicidal okay i am not suicidal i am innocent and i am not suicidal if i did this then it means that i stuck my fist in the fears of black americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the lgbtq community your honor i respect you and i respect the jury but i did not do this and i am not suicidal and if anything happens to me when i go in there i did not do it to myself and you must all know that i respect you your honor i respect your decision jail time Like, we did not need this speech, you know? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You mean it? So, wait. Okay. I do like the part about, I don't, I'm not, okay, wait. Let me get my thoughts together. I don't like it, but I understand the yeah. first part of him being like, look, if I die in custody, just know I didn't kill myself, you know? Don't let them pull a Sandra Bland on me. Right. But the other stuff, like, sir. I think you are a liar. Right. I think you right. did stage this crime. He did. <laughs> like, because he, he was did. like, I think he went to like the bathhouse with those boys that like, quote unquote, like, beat him up and like, yeah, like him before. And, and I'm like, and I, apparently they were like smoking weed and like, I think they like may, maybe masturbated together or something like that before this all happened. And I'm like, how fucking high were you to be like, you know what would be really cool? Right. Is if we staged <laughs> a, hate a hate crime. crime. <laughs> and it's like, you said they were yelling like, <laughs> Racial and homophobic slurs. They were black. Right. Like, what were they calling you? Right. (laughs) Because if they were calling you what we think they were calling you, right. Maybe it was just like, you know, the way we do. Right. (laughs) Because that's how we do, you know? Yeah. Uh, That's hilarious. But also, not. Guys, don't fake crimes. Don't fake hate crimes. There's enough of them in the world, in real life. Right. That you don't need to fabricate one. Right. Which leads me to our first clip is. Me talking about, um, or us talking about this case when it first was like unraveling. And I was saying how annoying it is because if this is a lie, it's going to be so much harder for people who actually go mm-hmm. through it to come out and for people, and even harder for people to believe them. Yep. So let's take a listen. Okay. So I have a lot of, a lot of thoughts and I really don't even know where to start. Um, do I think he's lying? Yes. Okay. Did I believe him? Yes. At first. At first, right, right. Until the details came out. You're like, Am I mad about it? (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I have mixed feelings about it and have sympathy for him? Yes. Um, So, again, I believe him. That's obvious reasons. We know the climate we live in, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't even need to go into that. Am I mad about it? Yes, because I feel like it's extremely selfish. And also, my nigga, you did all of this to stop you. So, like, allegedly, like, people are saying, like, he did this because he was about to get canceled or, like, written off of Empire stop, and lose really? his job. And you still got written So he off. did this to, like, kind of, like, I guess, like, Grant, like, give himself sympathy or something? or something like that. Yeah, like, sympathy or whatever oh. to, like, prolong his role there. And it's like, you did all of this to get, so you wouldn't get canceled on the show that was just going to get canceled, like, a season later anyway. And it's like, girl. And you still got canceled from that show. Right. Like, and then the so. thing that really makes me mad about it is that he did this, but because he did this, 
when people like they already have enough tr- trouble but they just started believing us when george <laughs> right, floyd got killed you know? like we've been saying this God. since trayvon martin since ayanna jones since tamir rice like we've been saying this and it was always like well just comply just comply like y'all are the fucking problem and it's like the, y'all they just started fucking believing us and listening to us and standing with us so now you just made it that much harder mm-hmm. and the people who already be like oh y'all just pulling the race card like blah, blah 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 because they don't experience like systemic racism and systemic oppression now you just gave them even more fuel. Right. Like you just fuel their fire even more. And that's what pisses me off because it's going to make it harder for people who actually are mm-hmm. like victims of, of like, you know, racial injustice and like hate crimes and like racially motivated crimes to be believed. Yep. You know? So that really pisses me off. Oh, man. I mean, I totally agree with you about this making it harder for people who actually are victims of hate crimes to get their voice out there and get their story told and mm-hmm. be believed so and, and the fact that he's still maintaining his innocence and right. all this it just makes right. it i don't know it just makes it hard and makes it so right whatever but he's off to prison so i know dude yeah i literally cannot imagine honestly no you know what i mean like i can't imagine being mm-mm. absolutely because you know what <laughs> i wouldn't do well in prison no you know? okay you know what no that's not true i think i do well in prison <laughs> because <laughs> You know, I get to be by myself, except for my cellmate, and, like, I can just be alone, and I got all this time to think and work learn out. and work out and be by myself. And if as long as I got a good library of books, I feel like I'm Gucci. It's the other people who make prison hard, you know? Because mm-hmm. they're the ones who be trying to cause drama and whatnot. I don't got time for that. Right. But even though I think I might thrive in that environment, it's not something I aspire to <laughs> or anything I want in my life at all. <laughs> not at all. In the least little bit. So, um, <laughs> but that does remind me of an episode where we talked about what we thought our ideal lives would be like, which was actually episode 19. Mm. So enjoy this clip of us talking about what we want out of our life and the highest version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Love that. Long-term dreams. Actually, let's stop there. Long-term okay. dreams. What are your, what are your dreams? Oh gosh! I know. I feel like I'm like in. Whoa. I feel like I've been on a lot of interviews lately, <laughs> so I'm like, where do you see yourself in five? <laughs> My what aspiration you, in right. life is to be. Ha- no, joking. What is your <laughs> ultimate goal? Um, wow. I mean, I guess technically my ultimate goal would be to be happy, but like, I don't know. I guess to be happy, I would need. I would feel like I would want to have a successful career. I would want to have a successful relationship slash family. Um, I'd want to be able to contribute to my community in some kind of way. And I'd want to feel, I'd, I definitely want to have financial freedom. I know I said a good career, but also financial freedom because those don't always go hand in hand. Mm. What um, does family look like for you? Does that look like? Right now, my image of family is like, you know, a husband, two kids, like two dogs, maybe. Oh, okay. You know, classic. American dream. American dream. <laughs> like, yeah. family. I don't want the white picket fence. kids and a dog. But, like, you know. <laughs> that's what it's looking like right now. But That's cute. You know. Okay, can I ask you another question? Yeah. <laughs> what does your nightmare look like? <laughs> like, my nightmare life? Yeah. Like, the life you absolutely will not fucking have. Like, what does that look like for you? I know we circle back to season one when we talk about being homeless. That's like the ultimate rock bottom for me. I Same. feel like I I don't think I could actually allow myself to get there. Right. I don't know if I if I could allow. I don't know. Maybe cer- certain circumstances could happen where that would happen, but that would be my nightmare. That would be the worst possible thing. Or mooching off my parents, mm-hmm. like back in with them, or having to call them all the time for financial support. I just feel like that's. I don't want that. I want to feel like I am independent and can do it on my own and don't have to rely on their assistance to get by. But I feel like you have some really good, like, goals and things like that. And I understand. I don't even know if I ever even answered the question. I don't think you did. Well, you guys, for everyone at home that was wondering, honestly, (laughs) I just want to be rich. And you know, I was telling my boyfriend the other day, I was telling him, like, I kind of just, like, I need you to make it (laughs) so that I can be a trophy husband. And That's like, hilarious. I just, I want to be saved. You know what I mean? Like, don't <laughs> save her. She don't want to be saved. Well, I do. Don't save her. Save me. You feel me? Like, honestly. And this nigga told me that I need to invest in my own business. I'm like, mm-mm, okay. baby. Right. That's, that's not what we an- That's not. That's very anti-sugar baby. Very anti-trust like trust fund baby. Like, I don't want to be like 
middle class working baby. Like that's not what I was born to do. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. God made a mistake. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know he don't make mistakes, but mm, debatable. Um, but speaking of of sugar baby and just like wanting to live comfortably. Um, do you remember that time I was telling you about me having, like, this guy who was a sugar daddy and all that stuff? Yes. Yes. I know. So I don't talk to him anymore. Disclaimer. I'm in a relationship. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. So the other day, this nigga hit me up. No. That's yes. I was at work, and he was like, hey. And I was like, hey. And he was like, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. He was like, when I'm going to see you again? It's been a minute. And I was like, well, I'm in a relationship right now. The third of never. Right. And then he was like... Oh, so you don't want to? And I was like, nah, I'm faithful. And he was like, okay, good. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> right. But anyways, let's take a listen to when I wasn't in a relationship. <laughs> so. And I was. This is from episode 23, Double Feature Part 2. How old is he? I always imagine sugar daddies to be like. I'm pretty know, sure he's like. I, I think I honestly think he's like in his like sixties. Okay. I don't know, but the thing is, like, he's like, he's he's handsome. Like, yeah. he's not like crusty and like gross and dirty old man. He's a, he's a <laughs> handsome old man. And then also on top of that, like, I and you know what? I'll tell you that personally. I can't say Ooh. too much. Okay, I can't right. say too much. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys much. won't get the tea. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't say too much. Okay. All right. All right. We love a sugar daddy. Um, is he is he like is he cool with that? Like is that what he wants? Like he just wants to be your sugar daddy? Like You know what I really like about him is that he's aware. Okay, great. Because I've had, Cause I've like, had so niggas 65. who tried to be my sugar daddy before. I ain't gonna flex. I've had niggas who really was like, oh, yeah, like, I can take care of you and da this and da that. But they want me to treat them like they're my boyfriend. Mm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I need you to recognize your age. <laughs> like, I need you to recognize your big age. You know? You're old enough to be, like. <laughs> right. Like, you and my dad are literally brothers. Like, stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but I like that he's like, oh, no, I got money. I got money. What you need? You need money? You need this? You need that? I sure do. And he's willing to to be like, yeah, I'll pay that. Like, I love that. Aww. You know what I'm saying? That's because nice. it, it puts me in a comfortable position to be like, okay, cool. Like, you know what this is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what's up. Because the last thing I want is for me to feel like I'm taking, taking some, advantage. Yeah. And, and then now you expect something from me as if you didn't know your big age. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, did you really think that's what this is? Like, you thought maybe, this was a relationship? Right. <laughs> you know? But I love that he's like, nah, I got this for you. I got that for you. I got this for you. And I got money. So what's up? And then on top of that, him not being ugly. Like, is he older? <laughs> yeah, he is. But first of all, we all know black don't crack. And second True. of all, we also know that like, you're hand- like he's handsome like i'm like no cab like i'm not trying to gas him though you know because i mean at the end of the day he is still like mad old but he's still he's handsome do you you know <laughs> no lady q real nigga shit like he he is old but he's handsome that's hilarious that is so funny <laughs> so i'm like all right cool yeah, he's he's not he's not an ugly old guy. He's not like crippling. Like, <laughs> you know, he he's a handsome. He's old, he's an older nigga, but he handsome. Okay, I'm well. I'm happy, happy for him. Happy for you. Like, okay, I'm here for this. If there's one thing I love, it's people knowing their place. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Period. So you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, read the room. Read the room. Please. Hashtag read the room. Know your place. Know your position. Know when to sit down and shut up. So I I, I feel what you were saying in that clip. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I yeah, feel yeah. it. I feel it. Right. But speaking of relationships in general, whether they work, whether they don't, <laughs> I just remember we had a really great conversation about marriage and the mm. way we define marriage and what we would consider a successful marriage, or better right. yet, what we would consider <laughs> <laughs> a failure. <laughs> so please sit back and relax and enjoy this little clip of us talking about Miguel, his wife, and our views on marriage. <laughs> I feel like the term, maybe that's why they said break up, but I just feel like the term divorce, it, it, it implies that something failed. The marriage. But yeah, maybe, <laughs> no, maybe it didn't fail though. Maybe that's exactly what was supposed to happen. And I grew exactly how I was supposed to grow and you grew exactly how you were supposed to grow. And now that we're both like grown again, 
we're not supposed to be together and we can understand that and acknowledge that and that's fine and dandy and that's a great way but to phrase failed. it but it, the marriage failed <laughs> the marriage did I, fail see i don't agree the marriage failed i, I mean listen i'm not saying it's a failure to grow and to even grow apart i'm not saying that you did something wrong or she did something any either party did anything wrong i'm not saying that it's i'm not even saying this isn't the best decision moving forward but i am saying the marriage that you entered into <laughs> where you said for better or for worse till death do us part you didn't do that <laughs> so you failed at that maybe you will have a very successful divorce maybe like you guys will break up and and go on live your best lives and still be friendly with each other you know similar to the way that um what's her name denise from um from the Cubs from the Cosby Cubs? show yeah the Cosby Show. She's with Jason Momoa now. Lisa. Oh, Benet. with her and Lisa, Lisa her and Lenny Kravitz. And Lenny Kravitz and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. how they all kind of have that weird little like we still all love each other kind of thing. Yeah, a blended family. Yeah, maybe you could have a successful divorce and move on and and succeed, yeah. but you did have a failed marriage. Let's just you did. <laughs> and see, I one thousand percent hear what you're saying. You know, <laughs> call a spade a spade. I I personally feel like if we grew. And we both kind of reached this mutual agreement, then the marriage did not fail. The marriage did exactly what it was supposed to do. What? Allow us to grow and realize like our time together is our time together, but when it's time to move on, it's time to move on. See, that's I don't I don't look at it as like a failure. I look at it as like this chapter ended. I feel like that's the purpose of dating. The purpose of dating is to grow together and to like I feel like if they were to stay in a marriage Right? So they stay in this marriage and it becomes toxic because neither one of them want to be in it, but they stick because they want to, they stick to it because they want to honor their vows. To me, that's a failed marriage. That's also a failed marriage, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that, that's what I consider a failed marriage. I feel like if we like, hey, look, this marriage ran its course, but it's over now. But I know what you mean because you did say vows and you said forever, you said eternity. (laughs) But it's like me, a mere mortal, who am I to promise you eternity? No one. And but I, 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 I'm just saying. I, I I'm just saying. I think the purpose of dating is to grow and see, like you know, what we're gonna be if we can be together for long term. And if if we both grow into a space where we decide, hey, we're not growing together. This isn't mutually beneficial anymore. We don't want to be together. Mm-hmm. Then you break up, which is why they probably call it a breakup because that's some dating shit that you do. <laughs> you break up when you get married, though. <laughs> you, it's under the assumption, and and then think about it. They got they've been married for seventeen years. Maybe they just got they married weren't too married young. for seventeen years. Oh, they were together for seventeen. Yeah, years. I think they got married in like twenty eighteen. Okay, all right. So but they were like been high together school sweethearts or something. Yeah. Okay, they've been together for seventeen years. I mean, especially when you're in a high school sweetheart type type situation, it's very very possible that you're going to grow into a completely different person than you were when you first got together with that person. Yeah. So. You know, I, I'm I'm not saying I'm shocked that they got divorced or broke up or whatever the article is saying that they did, but I am saying like, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I can't call I your marriage look. a success. I think what I liked most about that whole like discourse that we had is that we didn't agree. <laughs> yeah, like, we weren't on the same page. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel um, like that rarely happens, but it yeah. was nice because I felt like we got to, you know, defend our corner and yeah, and have right. it out. So I liked it. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Um. Okay, so that was Miguel and his relationship. Oh, by the way, I heard they're, like, back together. You know what? It doesn't surprise me because, like we said in the episode, like, 17 years is a long time to just throw this stuff away. True. So. True, true, true. I hope they are working it out. I hope they're getting back together. Yeah. I hope they are if that's what they want. You know? You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, But, yeah, so I'm going to stay in the same vein of, like, celebrity whatever. Um... So you remember the Tyra show, obviously, mm-hmm. and then there was an episode where <laughs> I don't even know how we got there. I think on the episode we were like literally all over the place. Um, but it was episode twenty-one. I don't yes. remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it was that one. And we were talking about Tyra Banks and how she's so fucking chaotic. <laughs> and we were talking about when she gave away like the Vaseline. But the more important part is when she taught everyone how to make vegetarian fried chicken. And I will just never forget watching that shit and wondering why. <laughs> Like, bitch, like, <laughs> anyways. But now it's a thing. So, like, you know, maybe she was ahead of her time. Vegetarian. Okay. Not when you hear this fucking recipe. Let's fucking listen to it. <laughs> I saw clips from that show not too long ago, and it was, had me in stitches. 
it had me in stitches. Like, there was one where she was like, talking to the audience. She was like, sorry, guys. She's like, welcome back. She's like, I'm not feeling too well. She was like, I went on a run today. Um, and one of my neighbors, their dog, like, who's normally pretty friendly, like, attacks me, like, and bit me. So <laughs> I had to go to the hospital and I'm just feeling a little. And then this woman literally, like, faints. Tyra. And everyone's like, oh my God. And then she, like, gets up and she's, like, foaming at the mouth and she's like, barking at the people. And then people just started laughing. But it was like they were laughing at her, like, not with it. It's like, I think she really thought, like, they were going to buy it. Like, oh my God, Tyra has rabies. Like, you know. <laughs> but she just looked. I can only so imagine. I've never ridiculous. even seen this clip. I've never, I Girl, never did that happen. watching this. We'll fucking pull it up. Because it's so fucking funny. It's such a key. Way. And then I also remember that one time when she was like revealing her. Like, she really was a scammer, honestly. <laughs> like, respect to Queen Tyra, but she really was scamming y'all. Scamming us. Like, she was had a one episode where she was talking about her um, biggest beauty secrets. And so she was like, do you guys, after the break, we're going to do my number one beauty secret. So then she was like, okay, we came back from the break. And then she's like, everyone, my number one beauty secret, I'm giving all of you, like, some. It's Is underneath it your seat. And so they had reached underneath their seat. Everyone's fucking excited. And they unwrap it. And it's like a little eight-ounce jar of Vaseline that's, like, bedazzled. And it's like, you get Vaseline! You get Vaseline! <laughs> and everyone's going, like, ape shit. Like, they were so excited for this $1 Vaseline, this travel size Vaseline. Oh, my God. Like, they are literally, like... <sighs> <laughs> and I'm like, girl, what? The producers told them to act the fool. They said, y'all go crazy when she come out with this right, Vaseline. Right, right, <laughs> right. And then last moment that comes to mind, although there are so many more, is that when she showed everyone how, I think it was like something about a model diet, and she was saying how she was going to teach everyone how to make um, like vegan fried chicken. Mm-hmm. And she... <laughs> <laughs> this lady, this woman pulled out a loaf of bread. Okay. And she took a slice of the bread. She put butter on it. Uh-huh. And then she folded it in half. And she said, now you just take a bite. <laughs> and you pretend like you're eating fried chicken. Like, I'm like, I was like, girl, not just playing in my face, <laughs> like on live TV. Like, <laughs> First of all, the bread with butter on it. Why would I do that? No, no, no. Was, That's hilarious, though. <laughs> and she's like, mmm, fried chicken. Like, girl, if you don't go somewhere and sit the fuck down and stop playing my face with this white bread. Not white bread at that, too. Oh, no. Absolutely fucking chaotic. <laughs> like, fucking chaotic. You know what I mean? Like, I love Tyra Banks. I respect her deeply. Also, by the way, that episode was funny thing called All Over the Map. Right. Which we were, like, we talked about so many things that episode. But that is a thing that stood out to me this season, just because I'll never forget that. I will never forget that. Well, it's definitely one for the history books. Right. But um, one of my favorite things about this season and last season, and just hope, hopefully every season to come, is when we have guests. Mm-hmm. I love when we have guests. Me I feel too. like we have such fun moments with them and and they just offer a whole different little insight into the show. So please enjoy three clips from when we had some of our favorite guests on the show. Yes. Have you I thought, thought about third? third? Okay, okay, I'm about to say. I got it. I got it. Um, Mariah Carey's album, Ooh. Butterfly. Oh. It's mm. one of my favorite. Oh, my God. R&B albums. Oh my God. I, I sing Such my all in the one. shower all the time, and like you know, just go off. It's Fourth of July is one of my favorite cuts uh, on there. Like mm. she hit some notes, and it was kind of jazzy too. That yes. album, some parts of it, but I just really love that album. Yes, I am here for it. I mean, uh, I remember my mom had that CD in her car. She used to play it out, man. Oh, yes, I loved it. Yes, CDs. You kids <laughs> don't know anything about those. Right, back in the day. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Remember, like, buying a CD and, like, having to wait till you got home? Yes. It's like, unwrapping. Going through the book. Like, oh, yeah, looking your, through the book. Yes, and, like, seeing the pictures, and sometimes they have the lyrics in there, and you have to, like, wait till oh you got God. home. It's yes. so, like, put in the CD player or your boombox, and, like, actually, like, like, 
that's crazy how technology has just like taken us away from them experiencing mm-hmm. certain things, tactile things like that. I know. I know. It was really an experience. It was. It was like it. It really wasn't it, like when things weren't instantly available to you, and you had to like. The same way, like how when you used to watch TV and they would have commercials, so you have to get everything done in the commercial break. Right. And then you have your sibling being like, okay, it's coming back on, it's coming right. back on. You got to run back, get it with your right. sibling to go to the bathroom real Right. Quick. You had to go to the bathroom. You had to heat yeah. up your pizza rolls. Yeah. Everything. You had to do all <laughs> of that. like Before the show came back on. It was, yes. Pre-streaming. Uh, and you'd have to wait a whole, you'd be like, oh my God, I got to wait all the way until next week to find out what happens. Like, yeah. <laughs> or even like uh, waiting to the next commercial. It's like, okay, damn, the microwave just went off, but like the show is on. So like I got to wait till the next <laughs> commercial so I can go get them out of the microwave, like to bring back, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was literally a process and I missed that low key. So if there was yeah. one, if there was one nostalgic thing you could bring back, what would you guys pick? Like, would you bring back having to wait for TV shows? Would you bring back, like... I kind of like Blockbuster Video. Oh, like, like going to the, to to the video Renting, store. Renting, yeah. Renting, Renting videos, videos and video games. Yeah, yeah like videos was, and video games. Yeah. That was an experience. And trying oh, to beat man. the video game before you take it back. <laughs> and shit. Like, oh, we got the level six. Can we rent it again next week, Mom? Like, you know, stuff like that. Oh, so, that's a good one. That is a good one. I tactile think... thing. Touching you know, the box to... Yeah. <laughs> and... I know that people and kids still do this, but it's not at the capacity that it was when we were younger. But for me, it's just playing outside. Mm. I I miss I miss kids like playing outside and like running the streets on their bikes, playing tag with their friends, playing manhunt, like Nerf wars, like all of that stuff. Like kids don't really do that no more. You they don't, don't see them outside. Period. You like, don't. They don't because they're inside playing Fortnite. Exactly. Like, I, that's what I would bring back. That's a good one, too. What would I bring back? Hmm. I like a lot of nostalgic things, but I also don't want to do them. Like, I miss waiting for the shows, but I don't want to do that. Like, I miss using VHS tapes, but I don't want to rewind them, bitches. So I'm trying to think of something I actually, like, would like to go back to. <laughs> Uh, remember, like, rewind, or not rewind, but recording things on your VHS. I remember yes. I recorded the Cheetah Girls, the first one. <laughs> I, like, literally recorded that on VHS. And, you know, back in the day, they had the Disney Channel movie, and so it played yeah. once, and then and it played play it. Again. Yeah, so it would play again, and so, like, I watched it, and then the second time it played, I recorded it, but, like, stopped it, stopped the recording on the VHS tape when the commercials would come, and then would re-record it, so that way I could just watch it without any commercials. <laughs> You like, had the Netflix before the Netflix. Right. Honestly, I was innovative. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix from my check. Oh, my God. That's that's hilarious. I don't know. I have to think on mine. I'll have to think on mine and think about something I want to okay, actually Okay, wait. Hold back. on one second. I have one more. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Two-way two-way pe- beepers mm. are pages. Listen, yes. okay. First I never of all, had one. I was too young. I'm going to I'm gonna steal that one. But my sister did. I'm going to steal that one because <laughs> my mom had this, like, aqua blue two-way and this is around the right around the right right when cell phones came out you know like the two-way was still kind of popular but cell phones were coming out and i was i begged my mom like mom please please let me have your two-way why why none of my friends had two ways who was i got a message but i was like mom please like it's so cool it like flips open you got a whole little key bag right it was like the sidekick before the sidekick the and the blackberry it's all texting no phone calls and that's what i love i would bring that back i'm stealing that one that's the one for me because I had that two-way for a long-ass time after two-ways were no longer cool. (laughs) So if it could still work, I'd still be using it, much like my VCR. Okay. On the show. Really? Yeah. Do y'all have any accents y'all can do? I can't. You can't do any accent. I mean... Even if it's an American accent. I'm... Well, I think I'm talking an American accent. I don't know. But I, I don't think I can do any accents really well. I'm not good at really? accents. Yeah, I know. I'll be trying to mess around with them. Okay, okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Which part? Let's hear it. I want to hear it. It was oh. a setup. <laughs> Let me see. I could probably do a New York accent. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'm probably going to be better. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be I'm already. I've already said that I'm bad at it and I can't do it, so go ahead. Yo. We won't we won't laugh. Yo. I mean we might laugh, but 
It's all in fun. <laughs> Yo, you bugging dead ass. Yo, where you get them Tim's from, son? Yo, back in New York, son? Back in New York? Okay, okay. Oh, I'm, no, I'm trying to feel it. Down here in Georgia, but back in New York, like, we don't rock like that, son. Like, I'm really ready to go back to Queens, son, because this, this Georgia shit, son, like, this this ain't this, son. That's all I got. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. At first, I was like, I feel like you're just saying words that they say, but, you know, in the middle, I was like, okay, okay, okay. Can you do any accents? Okay, so I feel like I do a good Wakanda accent, and I'm okay. saying that because I don't want to be like, oh, I can do an African accent, because there's like literally like 50, what, 55, 54 something countries in Africa, so I don't, but I feel like they talk like this. I feel like <laughs> if I was to do an African accent, I would have to talk like this. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? They kind of use more like D than T. Okay. So instead of this, it's this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can do that. Yeah. Hey. 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 It's connection, which is what I really want in life is connection with other people. Like I, I feel like that's what the driving force in a lot of a lot of our choices is trying to connect with other people. And I feel like, yeah, we have such a cool gift that like we hear music in our heads mm-hmm. that we can share to other people. So I don't wanna like neglect that part of myself but I also don't what I realized is what's not important to me is making it quote unquote I was making that a priority because it felt like it was um, expected of me but I was like no like some people want to be famous and to be like I get that that's not me at all it's never been me I really just like doing it I like creating with other people and talking with other people like philosophical conversations I don't need I don't need other people to watch me do that necessarily. Yeah. And I think another thing Mm -hmm. that I was thinking about that that really made me, it just kind of solidified what I was thinking about a couple days ago. I was watching um, Wu-Tang, an American saga. I don't know if you guys have seen it anyway. It's about... I've seen like the first half of the first episode. Yeah. It's about like basically the creation of the Wu-Tang Clan, which was this popular rap group back in the day. Anyway, it just made me think, like, especially when you're doing things for the love of it and because you just want to make great music or you just want to make great art, Mm -hmm. I think it's important to realize there's no one way to make it, you know? Mm -hmm. Just because some people become recording artists or become movie stars or, you know, TV TV stars, that's not the only way to make it because, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. you take your music and you start producing scores for TV shows. Maybe you take your acting skills and you start teaching. Maybe you start, you know, maybe you can take your skill and put it into another Mm -hmm. avenue that still incorporates what you love to do but might not necessarily be the way you thought you'd get it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think it's important to, if you love it, keep going and there's probably a way if you want to make money for it, you can find a way to do it and it might not be it might not be, you know, being the star, but maybe you're behind the scenes and maybe you're making just as much money because let's right. be honest, you know you want the money. Or maybe you're <laughs> doing it, helping people's mental yeah, health. Yeah, or helping people's mental health. There's or, all kinds of ways. Yeah, there's so many ways and I think that's, like, be encouraged and I think being encouraged is, like you said, is the biggest thing about it because if that's your passion, it's been put on your heart mm-hmm. for a reason. You can find some sort of way to do something with that talent and mm-hmm. and to help people and help yourself, help your family. So don't give up, I say. And... Um, yeah. That's keep really going beautiful. with your art. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Success is really about persistence. Like you could be really talented and not be successful. You could, you know, mm-hmm. be but like the people that just keep doing it. Honestly, exactly. shoot your shot and the more shots you shoot, the more likely you're able to <laughs> to make it. To, to make, make it. it. Exactly. Yeah. That sounds so lame. We can definitely cut that out. Yeah. Um, we're not going to cut it out because we I did. like that. Shoot yeah, for the no, stars <laughs> or the moon or whatever. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed each guest. Big up Quay. Big up Slay Music. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephanie. And um, also big up DJ Lot of Names, a.k.a. Jared. Because Quay, a.k.a. Smoky, Smoky Vintage. Vintage. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Big up, you guys. Thank y'all for being a part of this. You know what I mean? That was that was great. I think we we really do have really good guests. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like they always offer such a fun time. Like, we just cut loose with them and have so much fun. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to see what new guests we get for the new season yes. and just all the fun we're going to have with that. I'm so excited. Me too. Me too, me too, me too. And thanks to you guys, too, for tuning in and listening yeah. and, you know, hearing what the fuck we got to say. You guys <laughs> are the reason for the season. Like, you know. 
we you wouldn't are. do this without you. So right. thank you so much for tuning in every week. And we just really look forward to offering you guys more content in the future. Mm-hmm. So season three, do you have anything like in your mind? I don't know if we need to have this conversation privately, but <laughs> let's just be unscripted about it. Okay. Um, no, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where we're going to go from here. I feel like we're trying a lot of different things and, and seeing what sticks. So mm-hmm. I'm just excited to see where we go. Yeah, I am too. I know for sure there's two guests um, that we wanted to have this season, but it just didn't work out. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, three that I can think of off the top of my head, but two of them I know we like made arrangements for and they just like just didn't, didn't happen. And, yeah, yeah. kind of fell through the cracks. But I'm excited to have them on season three. Yes. Um, I'm also like really want to do like something more interactive. Like we'll have to brainstorm and figure that out. But I don't know. Like, I don't know. And also I haven't let it go. I still want to do my ASMR episode. <laughs> I still want to. I want y'all to hear me. Like, I want y'all to hear it. And you can. And I just want you guys to know I will not be on that episode. Yes, okay? you will. I feel like I we won't. should cook a meal together <laughs> and, like, talk about it and then, like, eat it together I on the mic. Down for that. Except just, like, for the eating maybe, on the mic part. maybe, like, take your headphones off. That might be okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. way, like, you're still here and, like, you just won't, like, hear it. That might have to be what happens. You know? <laughs> so, Yeah. Yeah, so that that's my wish for season. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to our highlights from the season. Hopefully, you guys will tune in next season. We're coming back with all new content and way more fun. Yeah, more, more of the drama. shit you love, and even more of the shit you love. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's if that's it, you got anything else for the No, people? that's it. All right. Well, as always, I'm your girl, Lady Q. And I'm your boy, Sam. And we out. <laughs>